Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Bones Move with Otensia. This morning, we're talking about obedience brings life. Obedience brings life. We're in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8 through 14. And I'm going to read verses 8 through 11. Though he was a son, he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto them that obey him. Called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. So this morning, as we start, the author speaks about Jesus and we see that Jesus learned obedience. The king of glory who needed to obey no one was able to learn obedience. And why was this important? Because he is at this point becoming our high priest. He had been creator. He had been a part of the 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 father son and the holy spirit he knew us as god i remember when adam fell god was able to speak to him in the garden but from the position of savior but here jesus comes not only as savior but as high priest the role of the high priest is to be able to intercede on behalf of the people and so we see that jesus learned obedience if he had not come in the manner of sinful flesh he would not have understood the 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 nuances, everything that happened in the flesh. Not only that, dominion had been given to man. And in order for him to get the dominion to fix things, he had to come as flesh. But what I loved was that he learned obedience. Recently, I was in a position where I had to ask somebody in a position of leadership above me, to do something that person got it done immediately and it was some instruction i gave them and sent me back the results and i was like man i pray for the grace of your humility that person did not look at it to say oh i'm above you i know what to do but they understood the role i was playing and understood that this needed to be done how many times can God do that to us? When we look at it, being obedient sometimes calls for us to get beyond who we think that we are and to get things done. We see God in the form of flesh came and although he was not the one who needed redemption, he became just like us in order to get us saved. Now, the great thing about it is that he had no sin. And because he had no sin, he was in the position to redeem us. Now, when I look at the mom or the parent who has children who are disobedient, they're disrespectful, but yet that parent continues to love, continues to work, continues to provide, continues to reach out to that child. And looking on the outside, you may say, if 
that were me. But the great thing is that is not you. That is that parents who understood love and understand that for the obedience of rectifying that child, they have to suffer many things. And so today it may be asked of us to accomplish tasks for which it seems as if it's not to our benefit. In fact, it is going to cost us a whole lot. And sometimes we do not want to pay that price. But I also think of the others who are dependent upon our obedience, upon your obedience, because if you do not obey, if we do not obey, then there is somebody who needs to be rectified and they cannot get it because of our disobedience. But this morning, we see in verse 11, verse 10 rather, he said, he's called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And God has called us to be high priests in our homes, in our communities, in our businesses, in our church. And in order for us to do that, sometimes we gotta suffer, but always we gotta obey. And so today, I ask you to join me in prayer. As I ask and I seek God where obedience is concerned in our lives, because there are a lot of things that are going on that need to be rectified, and we have the power to do it. We simply choose not to obey. And so, Lord, this morning, I pray for those who you have called in positions which are so hard. It means giving up so much of themselves so that somebody else can be saved. I think of the teacher in the classroom. I think of the doctor who has to treat that parent, that, that patient who's drunk and belligerent. I think of that pastor who that church seemed as if it would not grow. Oh Lord, I think of that business owner where things are so hard in this economy, but yet you have called each and every one of them to those positions. I think of the parent God this morning who needs you more than ever because their child, their children, Lord. And I think of the leaders of community where violence is so predominant and poverty is racking the, the, from left to right, Lord. But we call upon you this morning and we ask, Lord, that that spirit of obedience that was upon Christ, that you you lay it upon us, God. Lord, that even though it seems as if we cannot move, we know that by your stripes we are healed. The power that is upon Christ comes upon us. You said if we wait, you shall rise us up with wings of eagle. Oh my God. God, we shall run and not be weary and we shall walk and not faint. And so this morning, God, somebody is on the verge of giving up. But we pray, my God, that you in the power of your might, you hear us. Your ears are not heavy, neither are your hands shortened that you cannot answer all call. And so, my God, we pray, turn the hearts, turn the hearts of your people to you today and help us to see beyond ourselves, beyond our situation, beyond our comfort, to press through in obedience because the rest of this earth is waiting, is waiting 
is waiting to be fulfilled because of our obedience. Friends, press good today.